0: He told us, guys, if you wanna, if you wanna have one contract with the government that would enable you to to connect with all different uh, uh, public transit operators, it would take years. So instead of that, go straight forward to the to the operators themselves, sign up contracts with them, and then the government would would adopt. Welcome to Twenty Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a
1: journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, Ventures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley in partnership with Leumitech, sponsored by Hippo Insurance, Opus Labs, Touring, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Today, we're going to talk about transportation in Israel from the payments perspective. Meet Ofer Sinai, the co-founder of Hopon. Hopon is the pioneer app for transit payments in Israel. It serves more than 1 million users a month, which use their services for navigating and paying through their commute on buses, trains, and big taxis. HopOn today has presence in five different countries, which includes Russia, Germany, Czech Republic, UK, and Israel. It was founded in 2013 by Ofer Sinai, while he was taking his daily commute from Petah Tikva towards KPMG office in Tel Aviv. Ofer Sinai, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. How are you?
0: doing great, thank you.
1: Great. The, the co-founder of uh, HopOn. I'm excited to hear about the journey of uh, public transportation, digital payments in a, in an old regulated industry, but coming in and, and digitalizing it with uh, with investors from uh, all over the world, including uh, transportation companies within Israel, but also from Germany, uh, and most recently uh, a car importer also, I believe, uh, invested uh, just over four and a half million dollars. And so a uh, really exciting journey, and I'm excited to pick your brain about you know really what what is hop on and, and take me back you know even almost ten years ago to the founding of it and and what was sort of you know going through your mind back then
0: all right so it, it wasn't ten years ago it was two thousand and thirteen uh, so back then i was I was actually working at a local KPMG firm in uh, Tel Aviv offices in the city center and I used to live in the uh, Tikva. and I was actually doing my my, my daily uh, my daily commute with uh, uh, Route 51 of uh, Dan Company, the bus operator of Tel Aviv, and it, it took me about an year uh, to travel the, uh, to travel Route 51 on the database. And I realized the bus is spending too much time at bus stops. Uh, that means during rush hours, instead of just you know fighting against the the traffic, uh, the bus is actually stopping at bus stop for too much time. And too much time means that back then it can take up to four minutes per station uh, just to uh, accept people and allow people to step in and pay their rides, and and this this is one example of uh, of thing that you know it was sitting in my mind every day while I was commuting. I was measuring how much time it takes, uh, you know, to, the bus to 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 get out from the bus stop, and what and and what. Uh, throw me into the into the public transit market. Uh, eventually, was uh, uh, one time that I was actually uh, uh, hopping on the bus uh, together with uh with my friend. Uh, we didn't have any cash, so we were actually saying that the driver, sorry, we we are out of cash. Uh, is it something else we can do? And then my my friend uh, um, he told me, Oh, listen, I have a two dollar bill. Uh, like I have dollar bills uh, because he was renting apartments in Tel Aviv back then uh, for tourists, so we always have U.S. dollars, but never shekels. So we just say, "All right, so let's pay with dollars." So we asked the driver, "Are you? Is it okay for us to pay you with U.S. dollars?" I say, "Yeah, why? Why not?" And we realized immediately what's happening here. Okay, this is a very old-fashioned market that was stuck. I don't know somewhere in the. Uh, uh, in the middle of uh, last century, and we realized that something has to be changed because, you know, if if this is how money is being transferred from passengers, users to the bus driver, definitely something is wrong. And that was the, you know, the the slap that actually threw us into the market, and we start to to learn the the industry uh, and to understand who are the players and what we can actually offer. A build an offer in order to improve and and to digitize the 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 payment in the in the in the low in our local uh, bus uh, uh, bus market. And so we we actually we uh, we scheduled up a meeting with the guy who was uh, the CFO of uh, that company, same company done. And we actually told him the the same story that what happened for us. And he realized that something is definitely wrong. And we offered right. them, all right, so we, we're going to put an app that would enable people to to use their mobile phones and pay the bus ride. It sounds very simple, but it wasn't there. So we actually had to invent it and build it, and uh, it took some time. Uh, yeah. But lucky for us today, uh, we in, j- just in Tel Aviv, or in actually in Dan, we are facing almost 1 million uh, passengers per month using our services to to pay the, the local uh, uh, public transit network, uh,
1: wow. which is
0: amazing because, you know, uh, and, and using our technology, we actually enabled the, the, the public transit operators, not just in Tel Aviv, but all through the country uh, to to avoid getting cash on board. So I, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but today when you go on board into all of the buses in the country, not just in Tel Aviv, you're not able to pay the Uh, the driver by cash anymore and this is only because that there was a technology that can actually be uh, an alternative for those old-fashioned cash transaction uh, on board and so this is it
1: now take me back i guess eight years and you're with your friend and you're you're observing these inefficiencies of the bus and, and you were going back to that exact point where you're watching you know the bus is stopping for too long what, what do you understand about, you know, the reason why the bus is stopping? How do you arrive at the end of the conclusion that, you know, by digitalizing the payment system, you're actually going to be able to solve many of the issues that you are facing personally in your own commute?
0: Yeah, so so my, my break one is actually a financial one. So immediately what I was actually doing when I was measuring how much time is being spent per per each bus stop, I was just putting all the data in in an Excel file. And I was just, you know, trying to figure out what are the numbers, what are the costs, how much it costs that company, uh, again, that Dan company, which has 1,500 buses, uh, thousands of drivers, spending millions of shekels every month on, uh, on, you know, on the gas and, and fuel. How much that costs them to to when when the bus stays four minutes in that bus in each bus during rush hours. And I was amazed. Okay, we are talking about millions of shekels each month that are being spent just to allow people to step in and step out and and pay right. just pay the ride. Um, so, and this is right. The, the reason we went to meet with the CFO, we didn't met to meet. We didn't went to meet with any anyone else from the company. We want to meet with the CFO in order to show him. You, you. Are, it's not just uh, that you are old fashioned. You are actually losing money because you are old-fashioned, and uh, and he was okay. He was convinced immediately. You know. Later, so l- later on, he became a partner. He became a shareholder when we started the company uh, because we met them. We just had an idea. Okay. So wow. we, He told us, "Guys, go ahead. Let's go build a company, build a product, and and let's do it." And he said in the in the same uh, on the same meeting, he said, I, I, I want to be." One of your shareholders, because I think what you are doing and solving up uh, my issue can help other companies as well. Uh, and right,
1: today. and I believe that Dan uh, Dan today is one of the one of the biggest shareholders of, of Hop On, right? Yeah. And so it's a obviously that's a huge vote of confidence. Share with me a little bit. You know, it's exciting to talk about. Old industries getting, getting this renovation and getting this you know this digital evolution. I remember you know paying cash at at you know on buses. It's been you know forever. It's been like this, obviously, and until recently, it was also like this. And so you're actually changing a very big shift in consumer behavior. And I'm guessing that it's not just a simple you know okay yeah let's do it let's change the whole system here in Israel. What what were some of the challenges that you faced even regulatory wise that as you as you were building this product with done.
0: All right, so so of course, uh, uh, the public transit industry in Israel is very regulated. Okay, all all different public transit operators, and there are more than ten different private companies who are actually operating the mass transit network for the government for the MOT Ministry of Transportation, and uh, they are all regulated by by uh, uh, the MOT. And they cannot adopt any change into the payment system without getting the approval uh, from the MLT. So it's not just convincing the client. We had right. to also convince the regulator that it is also good for him. Because right. once there are less cash transaction on board, there is less fraud, uh, vehicles are moving faster, and, and eventually people are getting faster into their destination. Um, so, you know, we, we met, lucky for us, we found the right guy at the MLT uh, offices back then, uh, which was a visionary like us. And he told us, guys, you know what? You got my approval. OK. And But you don't really need my approval. You have to go through all the public transit operators and convince them. And you need to have my support from the back okay because if, if you want to have a contract with me as a government, it would take years so go after the market go to the uh, transit operator in your case uh, convince them sign up contracts with them and we will give them the support that they need in order to uh, uh, move move further with you uh, and this is exactly what we did and he was right because some like six or seven years after that. Uh, uh, the government decided, okay, I, I want to regulate the new payment, uh, or the new market of the payment for the public transit. And there was a big tender uh, uh, back in 2019 that the government had published. And lucky for us, we won the tender as well. And now we have the contract with the government to run public transit payments all over the country. But again, wow. he, he was right. He took the government almost. Uh, yeah, some like eight years. Okay, uh, wow. since we uh, we even met that guy, he was positive. He wasn't negative at all. He was positive, but he told us guys, if you wanna, if you wanna have a, one contract with the government that would enable you to to connect with all different uh, uh, public transit operators, it would take years. So instead of that, go straight forward to the to the operators themselves, sign up contracts with them, and then the government would would adopt. So that was the model that worked for us um, yeah so now that now that it's, it's everywhere basically and and you
1: know it's successful, and you're seeing the results what what what's changed what what's changed in the behavior of the of the consumers of the buses anything surprising so, or or things that you expected so, and actually did happen
0: so first of all, i'm happy to say buses are it's not us saying it's you know. People who are uh, investigating the market can definitely say that over the past years, buses are moving even faster than they used to used to move. Okay, and the main here, the main thing or the main element here that was changed is the amount of time that those buses are spending at the bus stops. Okay, even though the traffic is getting worse from a day to day, uh, in definitely in in city center. but buses are spending less time at the bus stop, and eventually people are getting faster into their destinations, which is a very, very good result. and on the other hand, there is less fraud, okay uh, Once you take away the cash and you take away the uh, you know the uh, the involvement of the driver himself, uh, so first of all, le- less fraud and secondly, very, very important. Um, more secured and and a safe ride uh, i don't know if you remember a couple of years ago there was a very big accident uh on uh, on one of the uh, public uh, transit buses uh, and and one of the outcomes was that the drivers are just were used to deal with so many things during their the ride and during uh, while they were driving and and again today if you are a bus driver you don't you don't deal with anything else you just you just drive. I remember years
1: riding the as and being amazed at, at how how the bus drivers are simultaneously, you know, stopping the bus, yeah, giving, collecting payments giving from change. old passengers, giving change, doing everything with one hand, looking in one direction, looking at the at the street, you know, riding in a lane with with bikes and other cars in the same lane, stopping every two seconds, talking to the person in the back that wants to get off. It was and I was thinking this. This is crazy. This has to change. So, so I'm, I'm really happy to hear that it, that it is changing. Definitely.
0: Yeah, and and you know what else we found out that you know the the public transit companies It's really hard for them to uh, uh, to get more drivers uh, uh, to, to to drive the buses. Uh, it's really it's a uh, the, the demand here today. Uh, according to public transit operators, there. In, in the country, they are missing like 3,000 uh, bus drivers, wow. okay? But today, when they are putting uh, uh, advertisement to, to get more uh, uh, drivers, they are actually using that element. You don't have to deal with the cash anymore. Uh, why don't you become a bus driver? And it's, it's not just changing the life of the passengers, also also changing the life of the bus drivers that used to be like a, a cashier and now they are just driving.
1: And, then, and it makes so so you, what you've actually done is you not just you know created a win-win situation, but you've created a win-win-win-win situation. You know, the obviously, hop on is successful. Don is enjoying more passengers, more unique passengers, and is enjoying more, more money that is more regulated and doesn't have to count change. The drivers are having a better time, and consumers are much happier because they don't have to carry change in their pockets, especially as we enter a world where everything is everything is completely digital payments. Now, before we get to, to some more personal questions about you, you know, tell me a little bit about the decision using barcodes and, and the way that you integrated this. Uh, not traditionally, you know, it could have, they, they could have implemented a simple swipe of a credit card, like in vending machines, or potentially, you know, with Apple Pay. So, so why, wh- why was your solution the one that, that makes most sense?
0: All right. So first of all, uh, uh, we're, again, we're talking about old-fashioned market, okay? Not, most of the players here, they don't, they don't want to invest money. So if you put in another hardware into the bus, that means you have to pay uh, initial amount of money in order to to integrate the hardware into the right. bus. Uh, and that would kill the project. Okay? Because yeah. once, once you come with... And it doesn't matter whether it's a couple of hundred shekels or thousand shekels per bus, it would kill the project. So we had to come with something which is very, very simple, uh, makes sense, and and, you know... Also good for for the user in terms of uh, uh, user experience, um, so that was it. Uh, on On most of Dan buses, alongside with the QRs, we also equipped the, the buses with beacons. Are you familiar with beacons? So mm-hmm. uh, today, all all of Dan buses has beacons, and uh, over the next few months, we're gonna enable people. Uh, to go on board and instead of going to the QR and scanning the QR, they'll be able just to open up the app, the app would recognize the beacon that is there amazing, and would enable them to, to validate the ride and pay the ride without having to go and look or find the, the right QR. Uh, again, if people doesn't want to give the permission for Bluetooth or etc., so they would still be able to scan those QRs.
1: Very, very cool. I love, you know, the intersection of technology and how we're interacting with our day-to-day world. You know, this is not another product that people, you know, you're creating a whole new market for new people to go and buy online. You're changing the way people are already interacting with their physical world. And I think that's just awesome. And I have a few questions to you now as the co-founder of Hopon. Sure. Going back all the way to middle school or high school, what was your favorite subject? What fascinated you as a kid?
0: Um, so since I came for a religious school, okay, uh, you know, and I'm not doing that anymore these days, uh, but Talmud, you know, Gemara, yeah. uh, I, I, I truly believe that, you know, because I was, uh, I was learning Gemara when I, when I was a kid, I thought about it as a okay, why the hell the teacher forced me to learn Gemara and why do I have to learn Gemara and why do I have to know Aramic, which is a very old language. Uh, Nobody uses that anymore. Uh, But I truly believe that it gave me a a visionary uh, and it it gave me tools today that helps me to solve problems. Or once, you know, uh, on the business side, you are dealing with many, many problems every day. Okay, so you have to come with the tools that would help you to solve those problems along the way. And I truly believe that learning Talmud and Gemara definitely helps me today, every day, uh, even though I'm not learning too much Gemara today. Uh, but the background is there and the knowledge is, I hope, is still there.
1: Perfect. And what about a source of inspiration? Somebody that inspires you, a role model of some sort?
0: Uh, so. I, I can I can say my father but if we're talking about uh, someone that is not from a family so that would be my uh, first commander in the army okay so uh, okay. I was uh, I was in a can- in uh a, in a tank unit back then uh and uh the commander of of the platoon uh you know he was very straight uh, guy um uh, but you know I was I was with him on a on few battles, okay, we we fought together back in Gaza Strip, and I'm talking about you. that was in 2004, and I was amazed by him. Okay, he was he was inspiring, me, and he you know it, it took me here to say, okay, I was actually admiring this guy.
1: Very 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 cool. And what are three words that you would use to describe yourself?
0: Um, so it's kind of easy for me today i'm actually a mobility geek okay um yeah so that means i love mobility and it doesn't matter whether these are new electric vehicles or scooters or car sharing or whatever um i'm definitely a mobility geek i'm trying to you know to adopt whatever i can and and also uh because again we are i'm we are facing almost one million uh Passengers every month. Uh, wow! They're trying to make their mobility and their commute even better. And,
1: Amazing. Yes. Very, very, very cool. Uh, Offer. I really want to thank you for being here with me. This was wonderful and very insightful, and I and I really enjoyed uh, getting a, a you know a peek into a transformation that is happening in the transportation space. So thank you for that. And um, stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Cheers. Bye bye.